On today's episode, we invite Ryan Pack from Soundtrack Your Life to go through the ridiculous music video app. Are those vampires? Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Ah, there okay. it is, Dan. Again, I'm, every week uh, I, uh, I'm ready for your little... Uh, quotation at the end of the intro so i'm excited all right we got another guest episode ladies and gentlemen welcome to the nostalgia test podcast i'm manny quillo i'm here with dan district he's in la and we have a guest today dan let's uh, tell everybody about what's today's episode and who our guest is well, Manny, this is uh this is gonna be an interestingly weird episode, which I think it goes along with our whole route right now on this podcast. We're looking at ridiculous music videos and putting three ridiculous music videos to the ultimate test and then see which one reigns supreme. And we have a great guest. We have Ryan Pack from Soundtrack Your Life to help us figure this out. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here, guys. I'm so glad that you're here for a music episode. Your podcast talks about music. Um, I was like, this is going to be a good episode uh, for for you to come on. So why don't you let your the audience know a little bit about uh, yourself and like what your podcast is and you know what you do there. Uh, like Dan said, my name is Ryan Pack. I host a podcast called Soundtrack Your Life. We release episodes on the second and fourth Monday every month. We have guests, and I also have a couple co-hosts, uh, my friends Nicole and Brandis, and we talk about soundtracks that are important to us, sometimes because we love them and sometimes because we hate them. That's going to be So, okay, wait, so even the ones that you hate, so like you have like a deep connection to them, how does that work? Like, in what way do those connect to you all? Uh, so we did an episode on Garden State, and it's a movie that I feel like I really liked when I was a lot younger. It's a movie I don't like so much now. And I there's a story on the episode about this girl who was going through a breakup who asked me to write a movie with her. And then when we got down to like trying to write the movie, she kept on saying, like, it's got to be more like Garden State. Like, I need it to be like Garden State. And I hate that movie because of her. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I was like, really, you don't like that movie? And I'm like, wow, should this be put to the test? Because I enjoyed that movie. I remember enjoying that movie a lot. And I'm trying to remember the soundtrack to it. But well, I got to go back and shins. check that out. That that was, was like shins. the big okay. one with the shins. Like, the song's going like, to change your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd be curious if that passed the test, Manny. Yeah. Garden I State. mean, I remember really liking it. I guess it was because it was different and- mm. uh, I don't know. I I probably saw it three times. So, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes even if you like a movie, you can't see it like a couple more times. I actually was recently just seeing uh, Shutter Island, and oh, I, I I think I saw that years ago, and yeah. I realized that movie is great. Except you cannot watch that like three or four times because the surprise ending is like the ending. Mm-hmm. You just it kind of like ruins the whole joy of the movie. It's like watching Sixth Sense. For like mm. the eighth yeah. time, you're like, okay, like, you know, the whole surprise is ruined for you. So, oh my anyway, God. If you guys both have, if no one's seen these movies, you should go see them. That was a Manny tangent. <laughs> but we have some really great 
songs today to talk about, some amazing videos to talk about. Wait, before about. we get to that, uh, he, uh-huh. you know, Brian did not get to tell everybody where to go. Oh, his... my bad. No! Smeal. Smeal. <laughs> get the podcasts stuff. So get that info out there, Brian. You can find us at SoundtrackYourLife.net, and we are on every streaming platform for podcasts. Awesome. All right. Yes. Sorry, Dan. Back to you. Uh, I interrupted you. Yes, no. we are here to do ridiculous videos. So, yeah. So I, Dan, you gave me this list, and I was like, <laughs> first of all, I it took me. It was so hard not to choose meatloafs. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'll do anything for love, anything you. And I couldn't choose it just because we just did an episode recently um, about the song. So yeah. I was like, no, nah, I can't just do the video because that is a ridiculous, ridiculous, awful, yes. amazingly awful video. But there so is a that, video on this list that pretty much I feel like they filmed exactly what they filmed. Exactly. All That's why I wanted you to do that one at the end. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to go it ahead. Off. <laughs> and uh, I was, I was I'm going to be truthfully honest. I had to go like through a list of like, all right, what other videos? Because like Dan, yours was awesome pick. It was a sick pick. And I was like, yes. And then even Ryan's, I was like, ah, damn it. And then I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? And then I stumble upon one of the gems of like that. I remember this song, but I never really, I've never seen this video. Never. So I, I couldn't even say it's nostalgic. I, I guess it's nostalgic. The song is nostalgic, yeah. but like the video itself what this video did for me is I used to work for a DJ company. Yes. Okay. When I was like eight to, from like uh, 16 to like 19, 20 and we'd go do weddings. And then I, I also started editing videos, wedding mm-hmm. videos. And mm-hmm. then, and I would edit on a really bad nineties <laughs> editor for wedding videos. And this, this professional Video, a quote, professional, was made by this editor. Because, like, that's all this looked like. I was watching Dude, a wedding video. Tell everyone what's the video So it's chose. Hooked on the Feeling by David Hasselhoff's version of Hooked on the Feeling. Another Hasselhoff hit. This is golden, okay? He's green screen the whole time. He's, he even plays with the video, like they cube it out and it's old pictures of him yeah. and he's like throwing it around. He becomes Superman. Yeah. He, he he rides a, a motorcycle, then flies that mo- holding like, and he's like on top of it, like like yeah. doing that Jesus Christ like move it's yeah. called. Okay. Um, the, there's random um, dancing with Maasai people. Okay. Yeah. Um, angels. That are flying around. He's he's dressed like Steve, the crocodile hunter guy. Oh my um, god, yeah. Um, and he's also dressed in like Eskimo, furry, like winter stuff. But like snowboarding or skiing is happening behind him yeah. in the green screen. None of this makes sense. No, and none and of you. It. You can't stop looking at it. Like I wanted to stop looking at it, but I'm like, I can't because I don't know what's gonna come up next in the green screen. And I'm like, what else is he gonna do? But he's also singing it with intensity. Like when he goes like this, hooked on a feeling. That's it. I was like, and he's like dressed as if he's in someone's wedding. So he like here's my question, Ryan. I'm gonna ask you this. Do you think He's part of the joke or he's the joke? 
I think halfway through he realized that he was the joke. <laughs> like it starts and he, off, and he just went full, full yeah. on. Yeah, with like it. at the okay. beginning, it just looks like he's just being really intense, and then at some point, like he starts to smile and stuff. Where you're like, I think he knows this is stupid, but he's full. Yeah, he but he takes the train and he's like, let's do this. Let's yeah, do he's gone full Hasselhoff. I guess you have to, right? Like this, Uh, I know he's he his singing career is huge in in Germany, right? Like yes, isn't it supposed to be like really huge? Yeah, ridiculous. I think he like he knows that this is for a certain crowd, and yeah, you're right. I think at first Germans, (laughs) uh, but at first I'm like he's like dressed nice and it's like he's really into it. You're right, right? And then all of a sudden it's like it just gets ridiculous. The part when the fish gets thrown at him and he catches the fish. Okay. With his mouth, dude, yeah, he's got to be he's got to be totally like let's just get crazy with this because there's none of this makes sense and it doesn't matter, dude. This is like the part of the video that I was like he must know now he's in on it or whatever is when he comes across the screen like with a fish, um, with, looking like he's just like from Mac and Me. He's got like that Mac and Me like mask on. <laughs> it's like this weird moment where I'm like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> Now, can I just say about, like the like it, he's like going like this? He's like bumping up and down. No, yeah, I, he, no he's like sliding in the background. Like yes, this. yes. Like, I just watched it. But he's like, yeah, yeah. I have it. I have like, it on. Total Mac and me. I, but, I love when he all of a sudden oh, turns into Superman. Yeah, I think he just has no gravity. I don't know if it's Superman <laughs> as much as the the point in the green screen is like, all right, no more gravity. But can I can I just say a few things? I've been lacking on the facts. Let me just say this. According oh, to you Wikipedia, have been in a couple of episodes. You haven't, you haven't brought right, your Danny right. facts uh, yeah. lines. Go but ahead. Hooked on a Feeling, according to Wikipedia, is his ninth studio album. So the song is that, you know, the Blue Suede cover that he does, uh, who the original, uh, you know, singers of this, his ninth studio album released November 11th, 1997. Okay. It is... It became his lowest selling album to that point in his career, failing to chart in Germany and reaching the top 50 in Austria and Switzerland. So this is the lowest selling album. But let me just repeat. This is his ninth studio album in 1997, which means that he has eight albums that came before this, which is crazy. to Which me. are higher. Yeah. And all charted, they all charted in Germany. I don't understand. This video was just like, I, at first when you sent it to me, Manny, I was just like, okay, hooked on a feeling from Blue Suede. And then when I saw David Hasselhoff's like name, I was like, no, no, this isn't, this isn't a real thing. And I thought it was a joke at first, but then it totally isn't. I did some research. I'm like, no, this is a real music video. This was created. These are people, they had to pay people apparently to do this. It just looked like something you did, like you said, Manny, at a wedding or like some sort of hall. You get together with people and you green screen everybody singing a song together. You get that video. You know, it's like a karaoke video. Yes. Yes. I was going to say that, Ryan. I was like, it's like when you go to Great Adventure with your friends and you you pay like 20 bucks to like, we have friends, Dan, that went. The girls, remember our our, um, friends growing up, Stephanie and Jess, they were on the show. So I could mention their name. I don't have friends. I got family. Um, which we call it? <laughs> that uh, 
they did um girls just want to have fun at great adventure and you mm-hmm. like you know you stand and you just like karaoke yeah. the thing and like they give you the video at the end and they're like yeah. here you go yeah. twenty dollars each <laughs> like yeah. That's so David they- Hasselhoff went to a great adventure and was like <laughs> hooked on a feeling let's do this unbelievable uh I don't know and, and it's God I, I mean, it is it is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. And, and, and it's weird because you think it's a joke, but then he's singing really like really intensely. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's looking like all like you know Hasselhoff. I um, actually think he looks like kind of like Highlander in that. Oh my god! It could only be one. Oh, I'll make a connection to that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Oh man! I mean, like we could, we could we're gonna go, we're gonna start repeating. So I gotta yeah. cut this one off. I'm gonna say this. My first impression, I always do first impressions. I don't remember, I don't remember this video at all. So really no first impression on that. I remember the song. I like the song. Uh, very nostalgic. To me, this does not pass the test as a nostalgia no. test because it would definitely never be played if no. you, like, even if people watch videos now. But I guess if people watch videos on YouTube now, so you could just watch to see how ridiculous this, this mm-hmm. is. So I said it doesn't pass the art test, but it is ridiculously awesome as in like i can't believe someone who has eight nine studio albums actually put something out like this and it's not just like as a joke he like yeah. put this out to advertise this album unbelievable so, yeah stays in the, it's not even nostalgic it's just i don't know what it's in a weird realm <laughs> it's, a, like, it's in a it's like a hasselhoff like realm it, this it's, is it's hasselhoff. hasselhoff that's it it's hasselhoff oh my that's God. all i'm saying it's a new category. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I probably discovered it in college at, like, 2 in the morning, like, after, in between, like, Celebrity Jeopardy episodes, you know, and be like, oh, look, yes. what I found, it's a David Hasselhoff video. And, it, yeah, if it was released today, people would just think, like, it's some sort of, like, joke to go viral. Yeah. Like, no one would I be mean, like, oh, this is serious. This is a serious promotional tool. So is it Hasselhoff? So you're saying it definitely doesn't pass. You're saying, right? Yeah, it does not pass. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it obviously doesn't pass. But I'm going to say this. This is going to become one of my. This is now one of my favorite ridiculous things ever. I am going to. This like could bring this the up new, at like a conversation. Yeah, this like is going to become like the yo, new. Did Rick you role. see that David Hasselhoff video? Dude, this is the new Rick Roll. Like, this is like mm-hmm. to me, like totally. Like, I'm just gonna send this in like links to people, like embed this into an email somewhere, and someone's like, "Yo, yeah, you got to read this article." And then they hit it, and this is what comes up because this is the most hilarious thing I have ever seen. I'm so happy that you brought this to us, Manny, but it definitely is not good. And I think Dan, I don't disagree. I actually don't disagree that it could be not the new Rick Roll, but it could be used in, in that way. Like, yeah. hey, I saw this thing or whatever. And then they hit that, who got Chaka? Who got? And then he comes <laughs> I don't. Like, I can't stop this feeling. I love it. I don't it. even want to start it there. I want, to rew- I want to fast forward to like somewhere in the middle when it's like really in deep in the video. So you can't stop it. You just like get it and it's Hasselhoff immediately just in your face. All right, I'm down with that. I like it. I like that. All right, next one. Ryan, you're up. (laughs) Give it to us. So the awful video that I picked, or the ridiculous video, is Dancing in the Street by David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Big names right there. 
Big huge. Dick. Huge. Yeah, now, it's considered the worst video of all time. <laughs> okay. And this is another cover because Dancing in the Streets is a song written by Marvin Gaye, William Mickey Stevenson, and Ivy Joe Hunter. You know, in 1964, it became popular when it was recorded by Martha Reeves and the um, Vandellas. But this version, which came out in 1985, uh, this charted at number one in the UK and reached number seven in the US. Um, the song has also been covered, just for everyone to know, by the also by the Kinks, Tages, Grateful Dead, Little Richard, Myra, and the Struts. Um, but wow, this video, I mean, I mean, I, Ryan, I, do you remember this video? <laughs> I discovered it in or, college. In college, okay. You know, so I was, right. so I, you know, it's the first time I had like fast internet. So you're just like, oh, I heard David Bowie's great. I'm going to download all the David Bowie. And then, you know, oh. Under Pressure is great, right? David Bowie and Queen. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. oh, David Bowie and Mick Jagger. That's got to be great. And when you download that song, you feel like you're being Rickrolled. That's got me ball. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree. You mean the song? You don't like the song at all? I mean, I like the original song, the but when you're but when yeah. you're like, oh, it's David Bowie and Mick Jagger together, two of the biggest musical icons in all of history. Mm-hmm. I think you're expecting True. a little bit more than them just doing kind of a straight cover of the song and just calling out random cities. <laughs> <laughs> this was the cra- was this is like did- a cheap applause like uh, song, like you know, like uh, yeah, but the you know, video. You- is about- oh, they said my. They said it. They said I'm from Chicago. They said we're dancing <laughs> in the street. I'm from Chicago. But you know what's weird? This is a video about dancing in the streets. It's about people supposed to be dancing in the streets. There's only two people in the video: David Bowie and Mick Jagger in a post-apocalyptic version of I don't know what. Yeah. And it was, I was just like, where's the other people? And Mick Jagger, his facial expressions, you could pause this video at any moment. (laughs) And it is the funniest thing you'll ever see because he's got like, I feel like Jim Carrey copied all of Mick Jagger's facial expressions. And he was just like, that's comedy. And he has very (laughs) yellow shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And the weird and a tucked in shirt with and his pockets were so big on that shirt. And they look like they were filled with sand or maybe in this case, cocaine, because like this video is fueled by cocaine. Did you guys see the random like pickup of a can and drink it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like they, he just randomly is walking through the street and decides to pick up a can. I'm assuming it's beer or they're trying to say that. That's L-I-T-H-O-L-O-G-Y brewing dot com. Here's, Dan, I agree. I, I didn't understand, like, okay. My thing is, like, how low budget were they? Were, were they just like, yo, we don't care. We're just going to sell a bunch of albums because it is David Bowie and Mick Jagger. So, like, they're like, all right, we can't afford to, like, do much with this. So, we're just going to film you guys dancing in this random warehouse and then outside. Because, like, you would think this video with these two huge blockbuster of names – would have rows of people dancing in streets. Mm-hmm. Dancing. I read. I read that they recorded the song and shot the video all in thirteen hours. What? <laughs> okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> that explains. That's it. They were ton. like, we got them together. They're oh, never. These two were probably so hard to get together or hard to focus. Right. 
and like okay guys we need to focus like as in like they 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 were they're always doing so many other things and they're like all right we we got you guys together can we just do this video and they're like "Uh, sure let's just do this whatever we're wearing right now we'll start we'll shoot this video like they didn't get wardrobe for this video dan they probably showed up like this at the studio recorded it and was like all right Let's, let's go down the block and shoot. Do you know what's ridiculous? I'm looking at the facts, right? So this cover was in 1985. Before that, the cover, the people who covered it before that are in 1982, Van Halen. 1977, The Grateful Dead. 19, 1966, The Tages. And then in 1966 as well, it looks like the Mamas and the Papas did a Dancing in the Street as well. Uh, this is and the kinks did it in 1965 so you have all these epic covers and then in 1985 they they were supposed they were recorded this as a duo in 1985 to raise money for the live aid famine relief cause now that's a great cause but let me just tell you they did not put any sort of care into it and if this was supposed to help live aid i mean maybe they lost money (laughs) <laughs> from this like, just like what is this i don't know oh that but choreography that in the whole cut that choreography yeah, in the choreography. hallway oh, oh my god that and was then, great and then uh david bowie's in the doorway and then mick jagger starts singing he bounces out on the other side of him <laughs> yeah i love like, what about the face to face when they have their heads together and they're singing what, oh yeah the, it it is it's not now that you're saying yeah. all the facts it kind of makes sense like it was for charity so they didn't want to spend that much money on it you know mm-hmm. even them back then though they probably had millions of dollars where they could have at least paid some people to be in the video right anybody they're probably, they're probably just like no no we don't want to spend any money we're just going to make money on on charity with our names so let's just it- do this you remember in Footloose, like the Footloose video, like when you yes. see the Footloose video, the, all these factories and stuff, there's all these music videos in factories. This yeah. didn't even look like it was in a factory. It literally looked like I that so one of them was going to get stabbed there. Like it looked like a well, crack house. Some of it looks green screened. <laughs> there's a part where they're like, there's like, a, it's like the everything goes black at one point and they're- Oh, in yeah. The, that kind of looked green screened to me. So I was like, do they also- do green screen all of a sudden really quick or or are they in the studio like the music studio hallway like on the stairwell they could oh my god it was right is there any more facts on this that you know about i think i have most of the same facts as dan it just seems to me like why not just shoot footage of them recording the song and just put that out like documentary style that would be much better than this i agree they could have showed them yeah in the studio like, yeah, do like a We Are the World. Like that, yeah. that video is just, first of all, I love that video because if you look at when D- and Bob Dylan, there's a funny fact, Bob Dylan singing We Are the World. He's not singing at all. He's literally just sitting there lip syncing. He's like, he's not that singing the words. <laughs> but yeah, that that probably would have been a lot better, Ryan, that, that better. just to show them recording it. Like this, not show them like try to dance. I don't know. This was a And then what the about face. the awkward like butt shot at the end? <laughs> Of them walking and like shaking their butt. They were like Disney characters walking I off mean, into the sunset. Mick Jagger's right? always shaking his butt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, it was just, wow, what a ridiculous video. 
It was. It would be like it. They would look like at the end. You know, at the end of that song in the Jungle Book, the animated one, uh, Bare Necessities, when Magua, I forget what his name is, Mowgli and Baloo are like, shaking their butts off into the horizon. Yes, that's exactly what was at the end of this one. I was just like, what is going on? They should have just sang Bare Necessities. That would have been great. They should (laughs) have. But I like I like Ryan's idea of like making it into a documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This was terrible. This yeah, was where was the manager to be like, we're not going to release this. That's garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's 1985. These are two of the biggest stars. I mean, they're huge. Dave, but this is the thing. David Bowie's untouchable. He did a garbage video, and yet he's David Bowie. No one even cares. Like they're just like, yeah, that his next thing is going to be awesome. That he's, whatever he's going to do after this. And he's released the song on like Best of David Bowie. <laughs> he released this song. Wow! Yeah, like he puts it on like the best of David Bowie compilations. Wow! Mm. Wow! Mentos, the fresh maker. But I, I mean, Manny, just going back to that thing about like one picking up a can off the street and drinking from it—that's gross. Like that, that there's no, don't pick up anything off the street and like randomly. I mean, I've only seen one person do something like this. And uh, I'm just gonna say the name, and I'll blank it out. So when I when we were when I was a kid living in Wilson Park, my friends and I, I was friends with a kid named Jason. <laughs> Shout out to Jason. And we were riding our bikes down the street. Someone flicked a cigarette out of a car, basically at us, I think, um, because that's what people did back then. They just didn't care about kids. They just flicked things at you. And Jason picked it up and smoked it. And did I he? was like, "What are you doing?" We were in like seventh grade. <laughs> Hey, whatever. I've never seen anyone do that, though. Like That's how you build up an immune sheet. system, Dan. That's how you build up <laughs> oh, an God. immune system. Hey, everyone. It's Dan from the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Just wanted to let you know, if you're looking for a unique, customized gift for your friends or family, hire the Nostalgia Test Podcast to create a special, personalized, private episode or to roast your friends or family. We create each personalized gift with special show notes and quotes, just like the real thing. And also... Why not invite us to host your next virtual event? Go to nostalgiatest.com and click the Hire Us tab, and let's get nostalgic. Oh, man. All right. That, oh, uh, man. I don't know much more you could say. You can't even, like, it was, this is, I wouldn't even say this is ridiculous as a point. It's like, this was like a ridiculously lazy way of making a video. At least it, Hasselhoff was like... <clears throat> All right, let's get into a green screen. Make this like funny. Wear wear costume changes. Like these dudes, straight up walked outside, had somebody film them, and just gyrated, and that was it. Yeah, I have to go get her wipe. Gyrated. It was it was it was lazy, ridiculous. So I'm except I'm just for when jump in and say, <laughs> oh my god, wait, can well, I for just... when what? Except for when David Bowie jumps off the staircase and they like film him in slow motion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was an action oh. shot. They're like, yo, do this, do this. Like, yo, so wait a second. None of it made sense. None of it went together at all. It was stupid. So this let me stupid. just put this, this out is another there too. one that was like made, made by children. So I'm let, mad. listen to I'm this. mad at this that we're even talking about. <laughs> so they recorded this at Spiller's Millennium Mills in London. And okay. it was directed by David Mallet, who he is like a music video director of music videos and concert films. He's one of the most prolific directors of music videos in the 1980s. He's produced 
he worked with Iron Maiden. He did the Run to the Hills video, Ashes to Ashes by David Bowie, Let's and Let's Dance. He did Russia's Distant Early Warning, Queen's Radio Gaga, and I Want to Break Free, and numerous videos for ACDC. Okay, he also directed... Okay, this is what makes me angry. This is just going to make me angry. Dude, he directed... <laughs> Only this... The- he directed the Pulse concert video, that, that Pink Floyd Pulse concert video, which is quite possibly one of the greatest concert videos of all time. But then he got paid for that. This was a nonprofit job. And I'm on it, go November rain. That's it. <laughs> okay. They showed it twice at Live Aid. Twice. Twice. Wait, was- they showed this on the big screen at Live Aid? They had to because this was supposed to be part of the Live Aid uh, performance. The same Live Aid during like where Queen like killed it? Yes. Wow. And for in the movie theaters before the showings of Ruthless People for which Jagger had recorded the theme song for that. So this got a lot of play. (laughs) I can't believe it. My mind is exploding. I wonder if people liked it back then though. No. I don't think they couldn't. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's the eighties. People it's probably the eighties, like, and like you know, you had Rickroll videos. <laughs> you had like people just standing around in videos. Like, do you remember the Michael Jackson video where there's just a green laser behind him? No. There's a video where he's singing. Now I forget the name of the song. He's just kind of dancing, and there's just green lasers behind him wow. and a smoke machine. Still wow. better than okay. this one. That's got me Agree, because the song's even better. So yes. Oh, All right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. No, um, nostalgic was that obviously I remember the song. Um, I'm not really. I don't really like this cover. This doesn't pass the test at all to me. I think it was lazy. Um, the song is sung by other people so much better. Uh, I do like the song. It it is is it is very nostalgic for me. It reminds me of there's a there's a version of it played in a uh, ski patrol movie, uh, so I like go back to thinking about that movie, which oh is a God. ridiculous movie. Um, but they do they do a version of it, and that's what's very nostalgic to me. Mm. That ski patrol movie was better than this video, and that movie is terrible. So that's what it says. This movie this this is a lazy horrible. I don't know why you even call this a video, but so is this dancing in the streets bad. Dancing in the Streets by David Bowie, Mick Jagger, bad. Which wow, is so right, weird right. to say those names together in the, in saying the word bad. Because they did a great song together before, prior to like in oh god, what was the other? What was the song that they did that's really good? Oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. But I mean, yeah, go, um, Ryan, uh, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, I was disappointed by it when I discovered it. The video is terrible. I do not think this passes the test. Do you think it's nostalgic or do you think it's also just not even nostalgic? That this is just bad no matter what you do to it? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Hasselhoff where you can only really just laugh at it. (laughs) Can't like enjoy it for what it is. For some reason, I would would enjoy Hasselhoff doing this song (laughs) over a green screen of them dancing behind them. I wish. Behind him. Better than the actual video. Mm, yeah, this is, I, I'm going to say like, this is bad. Like this was, I mean, I love the song by 
the original version of the song. Um, but in, in their version, if you just listen to it, is is sung really well. I mean, I have nothing to say about it, but when you watch the video, it kind of ruins the whole experience. You're just like, wow. And this is for Live Aid, and they filmed it in this weird place. This, this whole thing is dystopic. Like, and it just like, it's almost like a slap in the face to like the whole thing about Live Aid. It's about famine relief. And they're like just dancing in empty dystopic streets. And they're just like, yeah, we're, we're millionaires. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is horrifying. Right. You said it was, uh, it's charted as the worst video ever. Well, I mean, I think if you look at different websites that it comes up a lot, it comes up a lot. Okay. All right. Mm, I I I can see why it does. No, I'm trying I to think about it. That. Like, I it's close to the, probably the worst thing I've I've seen. So. Oh, it is like quite possibly <laughs> one of the worst videos I've seen. Actually, I, I disagree with that. I found one, and I forget the name of it, but it's a shoe. It's a, uh, somebody making a shoe talk and ruining the shoe the whole time. Now I have to look <laughs> that up because it's that's the worst video I've ever seen. But <laughs> no, this, this is comes really close. Bad. This <laughs> is really bad. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Dead. So. The big, the big guns right here. So I had the to do ridiculously it. Ridiculously awesome, awesome. I brought go to ahead. the I brought to the party here, uh, Bonnie Tyler's "Total Eclipse of the Heart." Holy nostalgia! Which is quite possibly it's off the fifth studio album, "Faster Than the Speed of Night," which came out in 1983. The song itself hit the topping the UK singles chart, uh, becoming the fifth best-selling single in 1983 in the UK. In the US, the single spent four weeks at the top of the charts, keeping another diamond pen song, "Making Love Out of." nothing at all by air supply from reaching the top spot uh, a song that tyler actually would later cover in 1995 it was billboard's number six song of the year for 1983 and the song was nominated for grammy award for best female pop vocal performance now the video though is i mean this is one of the most ridiculous music videos i have ever seen in my entire life because i like i don't know what's going on but the production value of this video, the amount of stuff they put in this video, the people that were in this video should have been in Dancing in the Streets. The fact that there was no one in Dancing in the Streets but but, but Bowie and Mick Jagger and then in, in Total Eclipse of the Heart, there was everybody like that didn't even belong there. That was amazing to me. And this video just like... I mean, you have everything. You have food fights. You have people dressed up like they're from the Lost Boys at one point. You know, you have kids with glowing eyes. You have, you know, all sorts of fabric falling out of the doorways. You have fencers and ninjas and like like kids in the pool swim team. I don't know what's happening in this video. But this is quite possibly one of the most uh, insane videos I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude. <laughs> I've seen this video several times. And I remember the first time I saw this video and I was like, are we watching a horror movie? What am I watching? Is this a sci-fi movie? And so what I, what I gathered from it, cause so there's swimmers, ninjas, fencing, gymnastics, football. I'm like, oh, so we're at like a private school. And they're just showing everything they have available at this school. Okay, what private school has ninja? <laughs> Kung what fu. What the hell are you talking Taekwon, about? Taekwon, yeah. Taekwon, Karate and ninjas are very different things. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you, Brian, because but, like, but I'm you just saying, a karate like, class, but this is but, like, right, they'll I'm, dress I'm, up I'm, like they're in the game. Guys, it's not Cobra Kai over there. 
No. Yeah, but, they look like they're but there's, there's a shot. There's a shot of um, some karate too. I'm telling you, a lot of this, there's like, because remember at the end, she's at the school. Yeah. She's at like a boarding school. And like the kids, are, the kids are part of the choir. Okay. So like they've been taken over by an alien race that has glowing eyes. And she's just walking through this school. That's it. I'm telling you, something has to do with school here. Oh, for sure. Uh, has to. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it better. It has to do about something because if it's not about school, then I don't know what the hell it's about. I wonder, like, <laughs> what what it has to do with Total Eclipse of the Heart is my thing. Well, Did I got, I got in love st- with a student. But go, I, I, Brian, think that's go one, I think that's one read of it. But I want to I want to tie this to a couple things you brought up earlier in the episode. First, uh, okay. the guy who directed it, Richard McKayley, directed The Highlander. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> you got to me. And also the guy who wrote the song with Bonnie Tyler wrote a bunch of songs yep. with Meatloaf. I'll do anything for love, anything you bet. That's right. Exactly. We're tying everything yes. together. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, of course he did. Because I was like, oh, this looks like oh, God. a Meatloaf, Celine Dion, like all those yeah. videos. They'll all look like Meatloaf's videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. The, the, all ties together. Oh, the unedited version of the song is seven minutes long. Makes sense. Wow. Makes sense. Wow. So I'm reading something on grunge, and I'm going to put do, all do these Do they links. just repeat Total Eclipse of the Heart the whole time? Must. They must. Just like uh, There's gotta I'll be do some. anything for love, but I won't do that. I'll do anything for love, anything you bet. Yeah, it's got to be like an extended like guitar solo or something. So on this, ep- on this article on the grunge website, they're saying that <laughs> Total Eclipse of the Heart... They're like, you might think the song is about demonic boarding school kids. But weirdly, the second interpretation is closer to the truth than the first. It's about vampires. The song then titled Vampires in Love was originally written for a shelf Nosferatu musical. It's about vampires. And and I read this in another article as well on um, the showbiz cheat sheet that they too said it's actually about vampires. Because writer Jim Steinman originally wrote it for a musical based on one of the most famous vampire movies ever, Nosferatu. So the song itself but was where supposed are the vampires? to be in a Nosferatu musical. That is the craziest thing. All right, the song, but the video has nothing to do with vampires. Those kids, they got to be the vampires. But none of them are like trying to attack anybody. They're in love. Hmm. Ryan, go ahead. I see. There's just a lot of synchronized dancing going on. It's creepy. But it's a lot of synchronized dancing. Yeah, no, I will agree that it is creepy. Oh, yes, there's the part with the steps. The guys look like they're from Greece. Yeah. Are they wearing leather jackets? Is that what I saw? And they're like... Yeah, they look like the Fonz. And then I thought they looked like the people from the Lost Lost Boys. Okay. Are they supposed to be Drama Club? (laughs) This is Glee. Yeah. Before Glee came out. Each one of these groups is like an actual, like maybe club in the school. You're right. The swimming club, the fencing club, the... Capoeira Cobra Club, Kai. The, uh, the Shinobi Club. The <laughs> I love the dove. Oh, man, this is so oh, meatloaf. Oh, man, and they throw the dove at her. You know, I got really scared at one point, though, actually, when, like, one of the kids jumped forward, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, this, this video, I... You think she was explained the the reason, like... No. 
the video? No way. She Ryan, just... you say no? <laughs> nah, Ryan he's Shaden like, no. He's like, trust me, I did the video killed the radio star video. I know what I'm doing. And she's like, all right. And he's like, I'm going to go direct the Highlander after this. <laughs> Which glowing eyes, right? Like the like all the energy goes into the body, through the eyes, through the hands and everything when they cut someone's head off. What? With the Highline, Highlander? Yeah. Okay. Got it. They have to be vampires too in some way. Highlanders. Sure. I don't know. I never really got into that. <laughs> I know that there could only be one. That's all I know. I feel Anyways. like he took a bunch of extra props from this video and used it in the movie. Oh, 100%. <laughs> he had he had to. I mean, the dark like houses, everything like was like almost like Highlander Blade Blade Runner-esque. Like everything was dark and like over dramatized. And um but then you have that last scene where like she's yeah, being introduced to all those kids and then that one kid is singing at her and he's, and then his eyes are glowing. I'm like Wait a second. Did she was this a dream or was did she did this really happen to her? Because she's freaked out by it, but not in a way like she was scared. Like she was like, Oh, they know. Or like kind of like, oh, that really happened. You know, like there's a weird interaction that they have at the end of that music video. Yeah, some people think that it's she's in love with the students, but that's super gross. That, yes. Yeah. That is, that is, I rather- I think she's just like realizing that the school is full of vampires or like these like, you know, space eye kids. And she's like, oh my God, no one else knows but me. I prefer prefer that. Yeah. (laughs) Why is- It would be so weird if it is the love thing. That's like, that's weird. Because you see like the, even the little kid who was so excited to cut the line and like shake her hand. Yeah. What- I don't know. It was weird. and none of it makes sense. No. None of no. it makes sense. And why is the there curtains, only this like, little flying group? Through? What? No. Why is there this small group of kids? Like that's a big school. You mean this is the only group? Is that her class, or are these the only students there? Because Those like the, that's the choir. Maybe it is the only students there. Maybe they're oh, magic. Man. Now you. I don't know if any of you have ever seen the the literal video which was done of this, which they, I'll put in the show notes. Where there was a video done. Um, where someone where they narrate everything literally that's happening in the video, so it's just like every single thing. Like some red cloth comes through the door, so a little boy with wings throws a dove at you. Like, and when you when you hear it that way, you're just like, the director had to make these choices. Like the director made these choices, being like, you're gonna open this door. There's gonna be a kid in makeup. He's gonna have wings on, and he's gonna throw a dove at you. What about the swim team that gets like a bucket of water thrown at them? Like none of this, uh, dude. This what is about creepy. the fencing team when the guy takes the mask off and it's filled with water? Yes, that's. I'll tell you my that. favorite part. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, the, he's just like sweating. That, yeah, sweating that buckets, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw that sweat at the swimmers. Like it's just like they collect it from the fencers, they put it in a bucket, and they throw it on the swimmers in the other. The thing room. is, it's like in the beginning part, it's like they're introducing all these characters, and then like all of a sudden after like characters the, the major like i don't know part in the, in the song like things just get crazy like the food fight happens what is that the 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 sweat the they're like wrestling mm-hmm. around her it's crazy yeah i i think the video takes away from the song like you start to pay attention to more to too much to the video where i think the song is good uh-huh i i mean <laughs> 
dude. personally, I like the song. Dude, okay. In, wait a second. In nineteen in, in 2017, Bonnie Tyler sang Total Eclipse of the Heart live on board a Royal Caribbean cruise during the solar eclipse of August 21st, 2017. Bro, you know people sign up for that. Wait, it gets better. It was she was backed by D DNCE, I guess Dance, is an Amer- which is an American band which consists of lead singer Joe Jonas and drummer Jack Lawless. <laughs> so yes. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, that's a hot God. ticket, Dan. That was that's a hot a, ticket. That's a hot ticket? Okay. <laughs> yo, there's someone still talking about that night. Like, yo, I was on that cruise where she sung Total Eclipse of Heart when an eclipse was happening. <laughs> Joe Jonas. <laughs> oh, I just want to know if she ever like on stage had people like come out with like bright eyes. The band? No. <laughs> no, like just like bright eye, like like glowing eyes and stuff. Like if she tried to recreate this video somehow oh, when she performed it, that would be amazing. Would it be? <sighs> yeah, it would at least be entertaining. Video. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better than dancing in the street. <laughs> Dancing in the street had not enough. This video has too much. <laughs> yes. He totally does. It's this like, video is like the the dude is man, he has attention deficit disorder. Because this is just crazy. Dude, this video was basically like it's nineteen eighty three, right? When this came out. So it was just like the eighties just began and he's just like Dude, we're going to make our mark on the 80s. And this is 80s. This is like Roadhouse. This is like the Roadhouse of 80s videos. Like to me, when I think of 80s movies, I'm like Rocky Four, Roadhouse, and then music videos, this. This is a this is like one of the most 80s music videos I've ever seen. It's just excess. Maybe it's Bowie crazy. and Jagger saw this video and said, "Let's do the exact opposite of this video." <laughs> This is too much energy. This is too, too much. Too many things going on. Yeah. yeah we're it's gonna just going to be me less. and you. We got this. We'll, yeah. We got this. We'll pick up garbage off the street and we'll drink from it. I'll do high That's kicks it. from the hallway. And That's, then like. They didn't like need anybody else. Dancing in the streets. It looked like Leatherface from Chainsaw Massacre should have just like ran out of the hallway at some point. <laughs> trying to murder them. I was like waiting for that. Dude, this is a crazy. I'm watching this video. Oh, losing dude. my mind a little bit. Her Yo, hair the guy, the guy puts the 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 karate guy does like a a Daniel son like putting his uh, oh like God. a sweatband around his head and goes like this slowly <laughs> and he lines up. Oh, it happens. These guys are going for the Olympics. All this these is guys. the Olympics. This is tryouts for the Olympics. Yeah. I'm telling you, for the boarding school. You guys, you guys are making fun of me, but it's it's real. I don't know what oh, the food man. fighting thing is. Maybe that's like, know. you know, you got to eat your figgy pudding kind of thing. Oh, what? Shut up. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, oh, so let's put this to the this, test. Now I just watched the sweating buckets again. That is a good scene, right? I agree. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so gross. It went actually. All right. So let's put this one to the test. Does... Total Eclipse of the Heart passed the nostalgia test. Does it stay nostalgic or is it just a bad music video? I'm going out there on a limb. Maybe it's not even a limb. I'm saying this is this passes the nostalgia test. This is 
extremely entertaining every time I watch it. Uh, it's one of the most insane videos, but you know what? They really went for it. I feel like in this video, they didn't just go for it and be like, ah, is this too much? They were like, it's going to be too much. We're embracing it and we're just going for it. And they embrace that kind of like Rocky Four. <laughs> so or Roadhouse <laughs> or Roadhouse. I'm saying that this passes a nostalgia test. All right, Rye, you go. I'm going to say it passes. It may not be a video that I'm going to go back to like all the time, but I think it passes as, I'm going to put this in quotes. I know people who are listening can't see I see it as a piece of art. <laughs> yes. This is definitely art. Um, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say it definitely is nostalgic. It passes. Um, I agree with kind of like it, it's it's not a vi- it's not a video I'm like thinking about all the time. And there's definitely a lot of better, more better quality videos that came out around that time. But this is so Dan. I agree. This is so 80s and like weird and like but like they didn't cheap out on like <laughs> things like this. Sh- like Mick Jagger and David Bowie did, like they went for it and they're like, yeah, we'll pay all these extras. We don't care. Uh, and we're going to continue to dress people up and all the, all the wardrobe, where they shot it. It was perfect. Um, so <laughs> I say perfect. it passes the test. But I mean, it's not a video that I think about other than the fact that you were like, yo, have you ever seen this video? And I was like, that video is crazy. Like anytime anyone brings this up, I'm like, None of that. That video is watching a film. You're watching a, like a short film. And I want to see if there's a seven minute version of this video because that's literally a, a short. Like, this there video must be a is whole probably, thing. David Lynch probably saw this music video and he's like, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to make my things three hours long and make yeah. them more confusing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we, we talked about this one the most, I think. And. It, we still liked it. I mean, it's so stupid and ridiculous and just like art. I, I would agree with you, Ryan. It is art. Like it, it was an expression of something and then we're interpreting <laughs> it in so many different ways. So like vampires. it works. It works. I don't know how the song is about vampire. I guess I'll go into the song and see do I really think it's about vampires. But like the video has nothing to do with vampires. To me, it's like an alien race took over these kids and it's like more of about about like uh, people snatchers or whatever that's called the uh, invaders I forget the name of the body the snatchers movies. yeah body snatchers that's what it is so yeah. and then but there is a part I'll, I'll, I I I went on my my usual rant but I do I keep seeing this part and I was like the dove part when it's like floating in the um doorway with the curtain it reminds yeah. me of that scene in face off when uh <laughs> When they're at that church, when they're at church, dead. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and, it's very John Woo. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But even that <laughs> like scene, slow that's... I'm like, where are the guns? And like, where's Nicolas Cage? Like this, this is just missing Nicolas Cage. So, if we have to take all three of these videos and choose one that reigns supreme as the most ridiculous video of this trio, um, Manny, what do you think? <sighs> oh, the most ridiculous. Yeah, which one do you think wins? I'm not saying like is this could this be awesome ridiculous or just like whatever I think. I think I think like maybe awesome ridiculous, right? Or Yeah, or- I think this is going to win it all. I I thought David Hasselhoff was funny, it's great, but it was it was not good. Um <laughs> this is is this this is good. This is good ridiculous. This is like awesome ridiculousness. It's it's mm. t- I I think this wins you could even give me some other. Give me, I, I'll do anything for love. This come that comes close. 
mm-hmm. because it actually takes itself very seriously. <laughs> and there's a lot of things going on. You're not sure if he's the witch from Snow White, if he's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> You're not really sure what that is, but this still destroys that film, mm. that movie. I mean, that movie. Yeah, yeah. short film. Yeah. It's, call it a music R- video. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with this one because at least you can argue that it's a good video. The other two you can't yeah, argue. I mean, no, you can't. And, and and I think that's what the most disappointing thing is even like saying, and I, I'm going to agree, I think this is the best ridiculous video, is because you would, you would, I would, I expected more when you sent me the dancing in the streets video. I was like, oh, this might be like, this is going to be it. And then when I turned it on, I'm like, what's happening here? Like, they, they totally forgot that this was supposed to be a music video. And it was so ridiculous on that end that it was just like that they actually put that out into the public. That was the, like, the most ridiculous part about it. But Bonnie Tyler's video for Totally Clips of the Heart, I think, takes the cake of most ridiculous video. I think we could put this up against. I don't know how what video could knock this out. I have no idea. Um, as far as ridiculous, I'm not sure. As far as like great videos, those are those are easy to like destroy this. But like as far as to be this ridiculous, yeah. awesome. Like I'm not sure. I, yeah. I was I was trying to look at all the different lists, and this one always com- comes up also. And I'm just like I don't know because this is just yeah. like there's enough awesomeness to it. 80s awesomeness yeah. that you're like because mm. there's probably definitely something in the 90s that happened that would be like oh yeah, yeah. this could cut this could kind of get to it but like yeah. i think I, don't know. I think like the the editing was so masterful too like this was just they took something that was made no sense and made it make no sense but i think in a very artistic way um but yeah i think that's it wow Whew. My God, Ryan, I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> question. So back to now, we're about to end. So we're going to ask you for the the uh, Instagram handle and everything. But on your podcast, you're saying you just do soundtracks. Like, how do you guys choose what soundtrack to do? Like, is someone just like talking about it? And they're like, oh, yeah, this is what I felt. Or you guys like have things lined up? Um, so, you know, when we have a guest, we let them pick the soundtrack that they want to talk about. Um, so what the, so sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I'm writing this book and I was listening to this film score a lot, or, you know, I interviewed someone that composes music for, uh, movies and, mm. you know, what, what's a soundtrack that inspires you to make your music. Mm. And sometimes when it's just like me and my friends, it's like, you know, we'll, we'll kind of rotate who gets to pick the soundtrack, but it has to be like, they have to have like some sort of personal story connected to it. It can't just be like, oh, you know. I like this movie, so I like the soundtrack, and that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Got it. So, like, there's stuff that, like, makes them... To- okay, I get it. So, like, it, it, it needs to attach more than just, like, the film. Like, But, like, it's like, oh, it reminds me of me and my dad doing something or whatever. Something deeper than just, oh, I really like Rocky Four, so let's do Rocky <laughs> Four. Rocky Four yeah. came up way too many times <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> Which, by the way, is an awesome soundtrack. Oh, oh and I, could, I, if I was on your podcast, h- how I could relate it to is that I basically watched Rocky Four my whole high school life uh, while I was a wrestler, and that was the soundtrack to our wrestling team. Every day we played basically every single song from that soundtrack. So I could definitely go on that out on that podcast <laughs> and talk about it. There was a lot of days spent sweating. And buckets of sweat coming. <laughs> Fencing buckets of, of sweat? Yeah, exactly. 
man. Well, yeah, wow. Tell everybody where, where we can find you. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at SoundtrackCast, on Twitter at Soundtrack underscore your, or SoundtrackYourLife.net if that's easier for you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan. It was so much fun to have you here. Glad you brought Dancing in the Streets to us. It was... I'm so glad I I'm saw glad it. I finally get to see what's like the worst video I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so amazing. Um, like everyone out there, let us know which one of these ridiculous videos you think reigns supreme, your thoughts on some of them, your memories. And also, if you see, if you want to add, tell us which you, what you think is like the best ridiculous video and let us know. You can throw it in the comments of this podcast episode or hit us up on Twitter at the at Nostalgia Test on Instagram at the Nostalgia Test and TikTok now at the Nostalgia Test. And also you can email us at the Nostalgia Test at gmail.com. We definitely will read your comments on air. And if you have a podcast, we'll shout you out. Um, other than that, thanks. Yeah, I want to know. I want to I want to know someone's comment on what what would be total total <laughs> clips of the heart. Come on. Let's see it. Man's calling you out, everybody. Bring it. Bring it. But everybody, thanks again for showing up at the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Tell us what you think. Follow, rate, review. We'll see you at the next test. Peace. Later, Dan. Later, Ryan. Later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test Podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test. <laughs> <laughs>